The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, remember a couple weeks back when I said it's not going to be this easy all season long? It's baseball. It's gambling. If it were that easy, everyone would be doing it and everyone would be making money. And similar to a baseball team, over 162 days, we're going to have good streaks. We're going to have bad streaks. And right now, unfortunately, I'm in the midst of a bad streak. And on Saturday, well, you know what? I regret the results, but I don't regret the handicap. Sure, I left Cole and Manoa on the table to select Bieber, McClanahan, and Webb. Cole goes five and two-thirds scoreless innings of baseball against the Blue Jays. I should be back in Cole every single time. I don't know why I'm not. Alec Manoa turns it around. He goes seven scoreless innings against the Yankees. So both of those cash to the under. Meanwhile, my worst nightmare comes true. Shane McClanahan gives up two solo homers to the White Sox. One in the fifth inning. That was painful. It was the first two homers of the season that he allowed, and I lose by a half a run. I don't lose it just once. I lose it twice. Thank you for the votes on Twitter. Just didn't work out for us. Meanwhile, Logan Webb gets his first win of the year for the Giants. He gives up just two runs over seven innings against a very good team in the Mets. Unfortunately, both of those runs came in the first five innings, and I lost that bet by a half a run. Then Shane Bieber gives up a two-spot in the second inning against the Marlins, and I lose that bet by a half a run. So they didn't pitch poorly, but they also weren't good enough for me to cash. And remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. On the positive side, the D-backs cash for me with the over one and a half, so I avoided the donut, which is always good. And for those of you scoring at home, yes, of course, the Philadelphia Phillies cash the over in the first five on Saturday after I lost four stinking units on them in the two days prior. Then some quick housekeeping here before we get to the card for Sunday. I know some of them listen, so I want to thank all of my siblings for everything that they did this week. My parents actually moved out of their house for the first time since 1972. And over those years, they accumulated a lot of stuff. And I did just a fraction of what my siblings did this week. And I'm a hurting unit right now, so I can only imagine how they're holding up. But the funniest thing that I actually found moving boxes was some old paperwork from the Sporting News Fantasy Football Contest from the early 90s. That was pre-internet days. I posted some of the photos actually on my Twitter timeline. I was paying $10 back in 1993 just to make a roster move over the phone when gas was a dollar a gallon. You can see where my priorities have been all of these years. But now, Let's get to the card for Sunday. I'm not changing who I am anytime soon. I'm digging in. I'm going to take good pitching over good hitting today. We start in Atlanta. It's the Houston Astros at the Atlanta Braves. Max Freed makes his second start since returning today. He's 1-0 on the season, a 1.08 ERA, a 0.96 whip. 
Three and a third innings, giving up one run at Washington. Then five innings, no runs at San Diego. First home start of the year for Freed. He had a 2.42 ERA at home last season, a 2.48 overall ERA. Day splits were even better with a 2.23 ERA. Current Astros are just 4 of 22 against Freed, a 182 batting average with no extra base hits. The Astro bats, though, they're hot. Six runs in each of the first two games of this series, and they've also scored six or more runs in six of their last nine games. Lefties have been a little bit tougher on the Astros, but not that tough. The Houston bats are really good. Nonetheless, you can cue that music. I'm going to take good pitching over good hitting. And in this case, I actually get plus money. I'm on the Houston Astros under the one and a half runs of the first five at a plus 100. Next up on the card, it's the Boston Red Sox at the Milwaukee Brewers. So Corbin Burns is back in the bump for the Brew Crew. A 2-1 record, a 4.76 ERA, a 1.06 whip. He's cashed two straight for me in the first five. I'm hoping today will be number three. He went five innings, giving up four runs at the Cubbies to open the season, then went four and a third innings, giving up six runs to the Mets, then eight innings, no runs at a very good Arizona team, and then five and a third innings, giving up two runs at Seattle. This is just his second start of the year at home, a 3.04 ERA last year in Milwaukee. He had excellent day splits with a 2.60 ERA. He didn't face the Red Sox last year, but Boston hitters are 7 of 25 lifetime versus Burns with a homer. Boston has scored four or more runs in six consecutive games. They're 12th in OPS against righties. They're 19th in OPS on the road. So the Red Sox will always scare me, but I'm not going to back down from a challenge. I'm going to take good pitching over good hitting. Give me the Boston Red Sox under the one and a half runs of the first five and a minus 105. Next up on the card, it's the first game to go off today. It's the Colorado Rockies at the Philadelphia Phillies. And I'm not back in the Phillies bats in this one. It's Zach Wheeler towing the rubber today for the Phillies. A one and one record, a 4.79 ERA, an ugly 1.45 whip. Cost me a ticket last time out, giving up four runs and five innings at the White Sox. Prior to that, four and a third innings, five runs at Texas, five and a third innings, two runs against Cincinnati, and six innings, one run against Miami. So the home ERA is a 2.38 this year. He had a 1.85 ERA at home last year. One start against the Rockies in 2022. He went six innings, giving up no runs. Rockies hitters are a career 14 for 64 against Wheeler, a 219 batting average with a couple homers mixed in there. But keep in mind, some of those games were in Colorado. The Rockies are 28th in OPS on the road. They're 20th against righties, but the Rockies have gotten off to a strong start in each of the first three games this weekend against the Phillies. I'm hoping that trend changes today since I'm going to back good pitching Give me the Colorado Rockies under the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 130. Then the final game of the card for you, it's the Cincinnati Reds at the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Hunter Green gets the call today for the Reds as they look to stop the hottest team in baseball. Yes, the Pirates. They've won six straight. No decisions this year for Green, a 4.24 ERA, a 1.53 whip. 
He went three and a third innings, giving up three runs against the Pirates in the opener. Then he went four and two thirds innings, giving up two runs at Philadelphia. Then six innings, giving up three runs at Atlanta. And then three innings, no runs against Tampa Bay before leaving early with a leg injury. Green's ERA was a tad bit lower on the road last season with a 4.21. Two starts last year against the Pirates. He was really good. 13 and a third innings, two runs with a batting average against of just 091. Pirate hitters have just one extra base hit over 40 at bats against the righty. Green just actually inked a six-year deal this week. He's working with an extra day of rest last pitching on Monday. Velocity shouldn't be an issue today. The Pirates are red hot, but yet they've only scored 10 runs in the first three games of this series. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to grab plus money on this one. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates under the one and a half runs in the first five at a plus 120. So let's recap your card for a Sunday. It's hopefully going to be a bounce back day with good pitching over good hitting. I'm on the Houston Astros under the one and a half in the first five at a plus 100. I'm on the Boston Red Sox under the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 105. I'm on the Colorado Rockies under the one and a half in the first five at a minus 130. And I'm on the Pittsburgh Pirates under the one and a half runs in the first five at a plus 120. So that's your card for Sunday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.